In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I am here today with a very special guest. We have Tori Williams. She's a world-renowned celebrity event planner and recent star slash host of the new VH1 show, My Celebrity Dream Wedding. Tori, welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. (laughs) So excited. So first of all, I mean, the show, we will get into all of that because it is truly so good. When I first saw it, to be honest, I was like, oh, look, another wedding show. This is by far my favorite wedding show I've watched. And I've watched a lot of them hosting this. I am not even just saying that. It truly is. And you guys will see why once you watch it and once you hear more about it. But before we get into all of the show stuff... Can you tell us more about your background as a planner and how you got into weddings? Yeah, absolutely. I started off as a hair and makeup artist doing glam and makeup and hair and things for brides. And I didn't even realize it at the time. I was learning a lot of things behind the scenes. So I got the chance to talk to brides and they would always tell me like all the pros and the cons of their wedding planning process. And then I got a chance to like mm-hmm. just be behind the scenes and take a look and everything and see what was going on. And then, you know, it was one of those things that I've always been that type of person where I'm, I'm always a girl like when it's time to party, like, OK, this is what we're going to do. We're going to plan this and we're going to do everything this way. And then, you know, a friend of mine chimed in and she was like, have you ever thought about planning events? And I was just like, hmm, you know, so. Anyway, long story short from that, I ended up diving headfirst into this industry. And I promise it took off faster than me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, that is I had no idea your background first was like wedding hair and makeup. I feel like the hair and makeup artists of weddings are like the quarterback of the wedding day. So um, that's definitely probably been very good experience for you before wedding planning. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So the show, I mean, again, my new favorite wedding show, I'm telling you, like, I feel like it was very relatable, especially to the everyday couples, which you wouldn't think by the name. You think like celebrity wedding. I can never even look at those. But can you tell us more about the premise of it? And yeah, how you uh, your experience doing it? Absolutely. So my celebrity dream wedding is about myself. My co-stars, Lance and Courtney, we all come together and we meet with these deserving brides. So they have amazing stories. You know, they've been through a lot in life. They endured a lot of challenges, but able to overcome them. 
And they tell us why, you know, just their stories and why they're such a deserving couple, which absolutely put us in super high gear to give them the wedding of their dream. But not only that, they get to tell us their celebrity inspiration behind it. So, you know, every girl's dream is to have this big, elaborate wedding. And we see a lot of these celebrities to have these extravagant, over-the-top weddings. And we get the opportunity to be creative and pull them off with, of course, not the $1.8 million budgets or anything like that. But just with the everyday cost and just showing people how you can achieve that luxury look without breaking the bank. Yes. And you mentioned everyday costs and then that $1.8 million wedding. Just to quickly like talk some numbers, how much budget like are you guys normally, you, Lance, Courtney, are you normally working with for weddings? And then how much were like, what's kind of the range of the budgets of the couples that were on the show? Okay. Just to put into perspective. Okay. So normally the budget for weddings can run for any everyday couple, anywhere between 30,000 up to a half a million dollars. I think the highest budget I've worked with thus far is 250,000, but I have an upcoming client and her budget is a half a million dollars. So, you know, but that's not, yeah, some people are not willing to spend that money and we all understand. So that's absolutely fine. Um, And then that's, uh, you know, it just depends on like your guest count and just everything to take into account, which actually determines that budget for you. So um, some people mm-hmm. spend that money only towards design. Some people spend that money towards their entire wedding cost. For the show, we focus on the design aspect of it. So when you see these couples, they're spending anywhere. I'll just give you a range because I don't want to spill it for anyone. The range can be anywhere mm-hmm. from $15,000 up to forty dollars or $50,000. So you'll see a range of people that have different price points that they can put towards their decor for their wedding day. Okay. Yes. I, I watched episode one and yeah, not to spoil anything for anybody. So I don't want to say like too much, but I just, I remember seeing the beginning and this couple was like, we really liked Chance the Rapper's wedding and we want the, our wedding to be inspired by that. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, you know, where's your half a million dollars to make that happen? Because if you look at Chance the Rapper's wedding, his wedding is very luxurious and amazing. And I'm in my head, I'm like, there's no way these planners are going to be able to make that happen. But you guys actually did like a very similar aspect. So can you like talk about that process for like actually making sure that these celebrity inspired weddings are possible. Like what did you guys do to make that work within their, I think their budget was like $20,000. What, what are some of the things you did to make that work? Yeah. For that particular episode, I believe Nadine's budget was $20,000. However, with that, it's a lot of things that we take into account. Sometimes uh, when we're doing both ceremony and reception, we may pull back on ceremony. One thing I'm big on is candles. Candles change the look of everything. It can give you that luxurious feel. It definitely gives you mm-hmm. that romantic vibe. And it's, it's a very powerful impact in, in your room. So um, in certain instances where we can use only candles for ceremony, for your ceremony, and you're not really breaking the bank, and then you can afford to take the rest of the money and put it towards the reception, which where most clients spend most of their time anyway. Most ceremonies is only 30 to 40 minutes. 
But then after that, you go into the reception where you spend the next four or five hours. So that's my take on it. And I think Lance and Courtney will feel the same way. And then also, I feel like the ceremony needs to be focused on the couple itself because they're the one that mm-hmm. are sharing their vows and, and expressing a love to each other and they're becoming one. So I feel like that focus needs to be there where you put the impact on the reception. I completely agree. I would say like definitely spend more on the reception because you're spending way, uh, 90% of the night there at that point. Yeah. And I feel like too, like I know that episode Nadine wanted some decor and flowers at the ceremony, but I, I also feel like sometimes with the church, like I think they got married in a Catholic church with a church wedding. You almost don't need a lot of decorations at all. Cause the church kind of like decorates itself in a way. And like, I don't know, you rarely see people like decking out an entire church in flowers. Yeah. So you mentioned candles, which I love. Mm-hmm. We always talk about how like that's a way because obviously we know flowers are super expensive, which you still need. But a lot of people, I like that you can put in candles. And I liked how in the show, your actual specific presentation to the clients had like these really cool vintage looking candle crystal arrangements yes. that made it like even more of a centerpiece moment. Yes. You mentioned LED candles, which I didn't even know were a thing. What is that? You you said something in the show like, you know, you can buy these LED candles and have them and reuse them. Can you talk about that and any other things that like you think you might be able to just like buy and keep and reuse instead of renting in a way? It's one thing that you can purchase in advance. Now, you won't save money in advance because it is, it's, you got to look at it as an investment. And then after that, you can use them several times over and over again, which saves you money from constantly buying candles. Because most of the time when you purchase candles, which I love, you they burn out in one night. So you have to keep replenishing them and ordering them over and over again. So if you're on a budget or you need to be on a budget, then that's one way that you can incorporate LED candles and help and save money over time. Um, another thing that people can do is actually purchase silk florals. You can mix silk florals in with fresh florals and still get the grand and extravagant impact of a flower arrangement. So most people can't, they can't afford to spend or don't want, maybe not even want to spend a lot of money on big, huge flower, flower arrangements. But if you incorporate silks and fresh florals, so if you fresh florals, a lot of times people don't even know the difference. <laughs> Okay. I am so glad you mentioned that because that is one of, I swear, if you go in the Betches Brides or my personal Instagram DMs right now, the number one question is be, well, is always, can I use fake florals? Like, I think people have heard that and think it's a thing. And then they, they don't know if people are actually doing that. So you said silk floor, is there a different, are there different types of fake florals like is there silk and then something else or there are actually you have silk and then you also have like a latex which feels more realistic they cost a little bit more money but you can definitely incorporate both oh and i love that you said mix in with your real florals yes because then it's not like just a giant fake arrangement exactly oh wow and i don't know if I've ever seen a latex floral ever in real life. I'm sure I probably have. Is Can you actually tell a difference? Like as a guest, will guests be like, oh, those flowers are fake? No, a lot of people can't even tell. I've 
I actually had um, a celebrity supermodel to walk into my building. I have a venue here in Atlanta and she walked in and I had this huge structure up in the ceiling. It had a, these hanging white wisteria sip florals. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, my God, are those flowers real? And I was like, no, actually, they aren't." she was like, well, you should tell everybody they real because I couldn't tell the difference. So a lot of people really don't know unless you touch them. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't really know. <laughs> Oh, that is mind blowing. I mean, th- like you heard it here first, you guys. So that is the ultimate answer to the question you've been asking. Which I've never known how to answer. Use the fake florals. Use them on the ceiling where people can't even get close to tell if they're real or not. I just love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So back to the show. So what, in addition to like trying to do these amazing weddings within these budget constraints, there were also funny like obstacles and situations that were happening. Like I know there was like a broken glass table, like 30 minutes before the reception in the one episode. Were there any other like funny obstacles and situations that you ran into while planning these weddings on the show? Well, let me tell you this. There are definitely different obstacles that we run into on the show and off of the show. One thing that a lot of planners don't really discuss with their clients as well as other guests or people in general is there's an obstacle almost at every single event we endure. Every wedding, there's something Mm -hmm. to overcome. And the the key to it is you just got to remain calm and figure out a way to fix it fast. And that's and you have to improvise and find ways to make those things work. So. Yeah, it was definitely unfortunate that the glass broke. Um, But at that point, only thing we needed to do was clean up the glass and figure out a solution and move really, really fast. Because at the end of the day, we still have a job to do. And you were the one who figured out the solution on the show. You were like, let's put this table here, move the round tables here and move the rectangular ones there. I was like, go Tori. Literally, I was like, I'm interviewing her later today. Love it. Thank you. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Obviously, you guys look at a lot of celeb weddings on the show. Are there any that you have in mind that were like really great standout, timeless ones, or you know, any of your favorite celeb weddings we should all look to for inspo? You know what? It's been several different celebrity weddings. Uh, one of my favorite that I mentioned, um, uh, that I love, I would say, is I love Kim Kardashian wedding. I love the use of florals. Mm. because I'm a flower girl. Like I love roses. I love orchids. So flower impact to me is so like, it just kind of sets the statement. Like I am at a wedding, you know, I just give you that feel. So I was very like excited to see the wedding. I love the huge flower wall that her and Kanye had when they wed. Like that was such a thing for me. So I'm, I'm about the details and I'm about the florals. So Yes. And you will see a lot of that on the show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. And you said orchids and roses are your favorite. Yes. Those are my like absolute- for weddings. Yes. I- any day. I love that. <laughs> any day. I want my husband yeah. to come yeah. in and just bring me flowers for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We all deserve that. Especially all anybody listening. You deserve that. Okay, well, we have some audience questions for you. You've kind of already answered some of them. But We'll just go because we want to harness all your knowledge because you truly are a wealth full of wedding planning knowledge. Um, You talked about the fake flowers or the silk flowers, the candles. Are there any other budget-friendly ways to make your wedding feel more luxurious and expensive? Absolutely. The other tip that I would give is focusing on certain impact moments, which is very, very important. Let's just say you have 200 guests and most tables sit 10 people to a table so 20 tables that we're looking at and uh, one thing that's a trend that's been trending for a while is that long Mm -hmm. estate table where you can sit like your wedding party or your close friends and family so you may not can afford to do all the tall arrangements on all of your round tables but maybe take a table that's really long the state that you can put your family your wedding party at and maybe focus on that and put all of your tall Mm -hmm. arrangements there And that way, everything else can be a little bit more simplified, but you still get the impact of the room because people notice it with their eye Mm -hmm. when you first come in. People's eyes always draw up, never down. So if you put all of that moment there and make, and then you can do candles and things on the other table, you still get the extravagant look without having to spend a ton of money trying to put florals on every single table. I also feel like in the episode I watched, you guys kind of made the sweetheart table a big moment which I feel like is a good way to draw the eye. And obviously that if you're going to pick anything in the wedding reception to make a big moment, I say, like you said, do like the big family table or the bridal party table. And then also the sweetheart table, because everybody's eyes are going to be looking at that all night because the couple's sitting there. So I loved the one you guys, you guys have to watch the show to see it, but I loved the floor floral (laughs) chandeliers. I've never seen that done at all before. 
So that was very oh, cool. Oh, yes. Yes. Lance yeah. did an amazing job. Oh, I also, yes, side absolutely. note, you, Courtney and Lance is like, this is what, another reason the show is great because you guys are hilarious throughout it to each other. Like the, your banter and like competitiveness is so funny, but then you end up like working together. It's just great show. Okay. We had a question decor wise. What is the best way to kind of make sure whatever vibe or theme or style that you're going for kind of just carries throughout the whole event cohesively? So the way that I would ask, answer that would be mm-hmm. start with your colors. Colors is very important. A lot of times when I sit down with clients or as you see throughout the show, when we sit down and have conversation with our clients, we always ask them a ton of questions. For me, I've been doing this for a while. So it's like when I sit down with people and they start talking, I can kind of get the feel for who they are as individuals or as a couple, um, just to figure out their style, whether or not they're going to be really glamorous and over the top, whether or not they're uh, modern clients or whether or not they're really traditional. And that kind of sets the tone and it based on the colors and things of that nature. And then you can find ways to play that throughout the entire wedding experience for them. And then personalization is also a good thing too, to tie in for the couple. Okay. And when you're asking all those questions, do you ever have clients who like know exactly what they want or on the flip side, like you kind of have to f- help them figure out what they want because they don't even know what they're going for kind of thing? Absolutely. That is the thing. Sometimes you have clients come in here and they can tell you exactly what they want, their colors. They can tell you they have their mood boards done and they can tell you the type of designs and they know exactly what they want, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you have those clients that, you know, they just tell you like, I just want it to be beautiful. And that's fine, but we need certain things to figure out how we can make it beautiful for you. So uh, for me, I I like to ask clients, what's your dream? What was that dream for you as as a little girl? How did you envision your wedding? Or bringing us photos and videos and things or pictures on social media that you see that you really, really love that can help us figure out a way to to bring that vision to life for you. Is very important. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that's super important, even if they don't know what they want, because you kind of need them to figure it out, even if you're figuring it out with them, because then it's like, we need direction. Because if we don't have any, I've seen scenarios where the couple doesn't or the bride doesn't give any direction, but then they get to this, the reception and they're like, this isn't what I like or want. And it's like, well, you gave your vendors literally no direction or description of what you want. So those are, those are good things to think about when kind of figuring that out. My suggestion to planners that may in, encounter or have encountered that type of situation is it's a good job in advance. If you run ac- across a client that doesn't know what they want, and even after showing them pictures of your work or vice versa of them showing them you pictures of something that they like, it's always good to do a sample table uh, display before the wedding day, just so those clients can get a small taste of what's to come for their wedding day. And at that point, then they can tell you, hey, I like this, but I don't really like this. You know, maybe let's change. And then that way you can discuss the options. They can visually see it because some people are not really visual. So sometimes just taking that extra step and setting up a sample table and laying everything out with them definitely helps to avoid them not being happy on the wedding day. 
I love that. You guys did that on the actual show. And I was like, um, that's amazing. You had like renderings on your iPads, of course, which were yeah. triple amazing. But it was cool just to have like the clients be able to sit down at a sample Absolutely. table. Yeah. That just way, having that you know. presentation moment and having them to visualize because they have something to see and they can see a small taste of what's to come on the big day. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Are there... Things, our number one question we always get, do you have like best things to splurge on and things you would save on for a wedding? And this can be like whole wedding, like including, you know, band, food, decor, etc. Like if, in your opinion, what should couples be splurging on versus maybe saving Okay, on? so my few things that I think you should definitely splurge on would be a wedding planner would be number one. Having a good wedding planner is like Mm -hmm. having a great attorney to represent you. That is like the most important things because a lot of clients, when they go venue shopping and do all of these other different things, they don't know like what they're supposed to be getting with the venue, what comes with it, what they should be asking for or versus not. And helping you to read over your contracts is always very important. So hire a wedding planner before... um, before your big day, before starting the planning for your big day. The other thing I would say is definitely great decor. I'm a decor person. So I think decor is, is a personalized, but a still impactful moment. You don't have to spend a ton of money, but I think having really nice decor is a great thing to have. I think having a great DJ because a DJ mm-hmm. or a band, because they set the tone for how your day is going to flow with you and your guests and your family. And then the last thing would be great food. I think food is like amazing. It's a conversation piece. Actually, mm-hmm. people love to eat. I love to eat. <laughs> so that's very important to me. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, just based off experience and doing so many weddings, I think that's one of the key elements. The things that I think people shouldn't splurge on mm-hmm. would be wedding favors. Um, that's like a number one thing for me is wedding oh, no. favors because a lot of times at the end of the night, I've been stuck with so many little boxes and, and things because guests just don't take them. And then the other two things Mm-mm. that I will say is wedding programs. A lot of people are not printing the paper wedding programs because even though people look at them during the ceremony, a lot of people leave them in the seats and don't take them with them into the reception and everything mm-hmm. else. So I would kind of minimize that as well. And programs and that those paper products can be so expensive just to even print, let alone like get them designed by somebody and stuff. And I've seen like, I I do think sometimes we have brides say like there's exceptions, like they're like, I'm having a hardcore religious ceremony where there are so many parts. I'm like in those situations, maybe then yes, prioritize programs more than but if you're having an everyday ceremony or even like in a catholic ceremony at this point like people are so used to them you don't need you yeah. don't need programs i'm gonna I say agree. one other thing as well too i'm gonna say actually wedding invitations and, and i know it's a stretch but this mm-hmm. is why i'm gonna say that because of the paper products and because we live in a world where we're dealing with a lot of millennials and <laughs> We're living in a world where everything is based on our computers and our phones and things like that. That's what people are using. So a lot of my clients are moving to doing digital um, invitations. Mm -hmm. So we set up our wedding websites where clients can RSVP right online. So it's faster, it's more efficient. People can put in, you know, their meal selections in advance. They can put in any type of dietary restrictions Mm -hmm. that they have. 
which is all very, very, you know, conducive. And it's convenience. People love convenience. So that's what, yeah, what it is. And then you can do the nicer. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you can afford to do a nicer invitation for your close friends and family, the keepsakes that people are genuinely going to keep and hold on to, like your parents, your grandparents and things of that nature. Oh, wait a second. I love that idea. Okay, because we've talked about doing digital online RSVPs and invitations before. I mean, that's, I feel like with COVID too, like that's become huge because people, you never know if you're going to have to reschedule things. So, like, you know, myself, for example, I bought save the dates that ended up going out the window because we ended up postponing our wedding. So, but I love the idea of getting a couple nice invitations for like maybe your bridal party, your close friends and your family. That way they have something, but you're not buying 200. Exactly. Oh my God. (laughs) That's a first, that's a first idea we've had on this podcast. Love that. You mentioned at some point a what like wow factors, you know, whether that's like the flowers on the ceiling and stuff. What are some other like things people can do at their weddings that can make a wow factor happen? Let's see. What are some other things? Personaliza- personalization. Um, dance floors are a big mm. thing now because everybody wants to dance. This is celebration. So you right. can actually vinyl wrap your dance floor now and you can put your custom monogram on there. So even though it's a wow factor for guests, but it's also a personalized element that also plays a big part in the wedding day. So are those expensive? Have like vinyl wrapping um, a dance floor? They can be. I mean, if it's too expensive, they they run about the starting price anywhere for between fifteen hundred to maybe four or five thousand dollars but if people don't want to do that they can actually go and grab some whiteboards from home depot and you can get some good gaff tape and tape and make you a nice size dance floor make sure it's taped down really really good make sure it's on a level floor and then you can print a small monogram and put on there that's an inexpensive way to do it Oh, oh, we have a DIY. We do have some. I am not cut out for that. But for any of you DIY brides out there, please go do that. Are there any other like DIY things that you think people can do just to, you know, is it like thrifting vases for flowers, things like that? Like, yeah, I would say... Definitely. um, I go back to the candles because that's an inexpensive way. Like a lot of people, you can go to any dollar store Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can go to like your local Hobby Lobby or Michael's and they have a ton of vases. I'm I'm a big fan of clear vases. I'm a big fan of cylinder vases. You can take those. You can fill them with water. When it comes to like the little floating candles, I don't believe in filling them all the way up to the top. If you fill them halfway and drop the candle down in it and light it, it reflects through the other half of the glass. And if you do a ton of those, it's really inexpensive and it would give you such an impactful look. Like even if you couldn't afford to do any florals, mm-hmm. if you did candles everywhere on every single table, I'm telling you, it'll change the game. Like it is such a impactful, but inexpensive yes. way to pull off a luxury look. I love that with like a bunch of glass. I've actually been to a wedding that 
I don't even remember if they had funerals or not. I think they had very minimal, but it was just a ton of those like glass, different levels of with the water and the floating candles. And it looked so gorgeous and nobody lit on fire, which was great. (laughs) Before we move on to our games and stuff, there's a bunch of trends out there. Like we, we always hear talk about the champagne towers and stuff. What are your thoughts on trends such as that? Or are there any like big trends you're seeing for this year that you really like or dislike? Just so I'm going to say that Lance, Courtney and myself, we're actually setting the trends this year. And we're trying to get a lot of couples out of the all white florals or just the white and blush florals and bring in a lot of bold colors. So bringing in a lot of the bold and the richness of colors by using reds and purples and using a lot of greenery as well, too, and still incorporate in the blush and the whites and everything, but just getting people out of the element of thinking that they only have to have white so a light blush pink for a wedding is 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 the key thing and then also mm-hmm. keeping in mind that to make it personalized to your personality is the thing you know because you want to do what's what's best for you and your in your partner or your fiance to be um or your husband or wife or whoever your fiance i'll say that <laughs> your fiance but also just keeping in mind whatever your personal style is So thinking outside the box, Mm -hmm. just creating just moments that's special to you and your partner. I love that because then it'll kind of feel like you'll you'll never it'll feel timeless because it's what your true style is. You'll never get sick of it because it's what you actually like. I love that you guys said you're trying to lean into more color because I'm no wedding designer or wedding planner, but that is something I've seen so much is just the neutrals. I mean, I did it for my own wedding, leaned into more of a neutral palette because honestly, it was just like easier in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, you can't go wrong with white. But I do feel like that is starting to be done a lot. Any other last advice for couples planning their weddings right now? Absolutely. I would say for new couples that just got engaged and they're looking to start their wedding planning process, the first thing that you want to do is definitely hire a planner. The second thing is sit down and write out your guest count. A lot of people don't realize that your guest count really determines the budget for your overall wedding. Because after all, you're paying for all of these people to come out. You have to pay for um, the decor, you know? So like I said, if you have 200 guests, keep in mind, mm-hmm. you got 20 tables for the reception that need to be decorated. You're going to have to pay for their food, for their alcohol, for the tables and chairs that they sit at. You've got to pay for so many different elements that accommodate the guests that are coming to your wedding. So it's very important to sit down and kind of map out that guest count first. And that's going to actually help you determine what the budget for the wedding needs to be. Okay. Love that. So we're going to go into save versus splurge. This is our game where we talk about whether we should save or splurge on these things and why. But the first one is paper products. So invitations, ceremony programs, menus, I don't escort cards, whatever else would be a paper product. Should we save or splurge? I would say save. (laughs) I I got a little... Double edge on that one. Save on parts of it, but then I, I I love a good meeting card when it comes to a wedding reception. So that's I would say pick and choose, but definitely a save. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you said you love a good menu card like a like a menu that goes on top of the uh, a menu that goes settings. on yeah on the plate setting for your wedding reception just so people can know what they're going to get to yeah. eat you know so it's a good thing just when people sit down yeah. they grab the menu and oh we're having you know filet mm-hmm. or we having salmon or we having chicken or whatever the case may be yeah I love that tip too, because again, with ceremony, they're only there for 30 minutes. They're staring at the couple, not the piece of paper in their lap. But at the reception, it's like, that is something they it's, it makes the table it, you know, they're sitting down at the table, they're reading it to see what they're getting. They're spending more time with that paper product. So, so yeah. The next one is lighting. So like pin spot lighting, up lighting, whatever other lighting there is. Should we save or oh, splurge? Oh no, you splurge. Lighting is so important. So, <laughs> so it changes the way that everything looks. I am so huge on lighting. For people that don't know what pin spot lighting is, it's the lights that you put in the ceiling that shines down to your centerpieces or whatever design that you have. I think that is so important. Uh, definitely up lighting mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of intelligent lighting as well too um, I've myself personally invested in some intelligent lighting which plays a major part in the space what is that intelligent lighting is like moving uh, moving headlights so it kind of pans and move around your ceremony or your reception room you can add your monogram you can add whatever type of design that you want if you were doing a winter oh, wonderland cool. thing and you want it like a like a LED lighting effect of like a snowflake or something that's coming down, it can definitely pan around the room and, and change the way that those things look. So very impactful. That's going to be a splurge for me. (laughs) Also, I know you guys are sick of hearing about my wedding. (laughs) I'm excited to hear (laughs) because I talk about, but one of my things you guys like this, a regret I have is not doing pin spot lighting because when you look at, photos of pin spot lighting over a centerpiece it makes so much it makes it look so much better and it's like if you're paying for these elaborate centerpieces why are you not putting pin spot lighting over them so i love your answer to that and you learn something new every day i didn't know what intelligent lighting is but now i know tablescape decor should we splurge or save so like you know chargers flatware Glassware. I definitely say splurge, but this is the thing. If you can't afford to do it on every single table, remember we talked about that one impact table, splurge and put it on one table, like on the <laughs> sweetheart table, on your main estate table, deck that out if you can. And then you can go a little bit more simplified yeah. on your other tables. I love that. And like I've seen people get chargers for like off of Amazon or the dollar store that literally look like ones that you can rent for way much more. Like sometimes it makes sense to buy chargers for like a dollar each versus renting them. Absolutely. I tell people the best time that they can purchase chargers is right after Christmas. Honestly, if they go to like their Hobby Lobby or Michaels and things, you can catch chargers Mm -hmm. for 79 cents and they look amazing. You can't tell the difference. Like they can really catch them and catch a good price and just stack up on them and buy them. So AKA right now, get your asses to Hobby Lobby and get some chargers because it's after Christmas sort of. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Well, now it's time for this week's Unpopular Opinions brought to you by BrideBright. As you know, in this segment, we share your unpopular wedding opinions. The founders of BrideBright, Erica and Ryan, have a not-so-unpopular wedding opinion of their own. That having the whitest, brightest smile gives you and your significant other the wedding day confidence you deserve. And now, BrideBright is introducing their newest product, Bling Bright. Bling Bright on-the-go ring cleaners restore brilliance to dull, cloudy jewelry in seconds for pristine shine. What are you waiting for? It's time to stay bright. Here's our first unpopular opinion. The couple doesn't have to talk to every single guest at the wedding. I'll say this. Sometimes it's hard if you have a ton of guests in the building to make your way around to every single person to speak and to say hello and to thank them for coming out. So one thing that I do at weddings is make sure, and I think Lance and Courtney do this as well, It's like we have a moment after the toast, after whoever they have to do the toast. Usually it's like the parents and the maid of honor and the best man. But I have the couples to actually stand up at that time and thank everybody all at one time. That way you address the entire room. Just in case you don't make it to everyone, you definitely have that opportunity to acknowledge everyone in the room. And that's a good tip to have because I don't want people to feel like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I didn't make it over here. But if you take that moment right after the toast and stand up and just thank everyone for coming out and say everything that you want to say to all of your guests, to your parents, to the person that you just married, it's just it's a perfect moment for that. I love that. And I think it's so important that planners do remind the couple to do that, like bake that into the timeline because the couple is not going to remember, chances are, in in real time. That's why you hire a wedding planner to remind you to do those things. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I fully, I agree. I agree. But that's something I wish I had done that at my wedding. Like nobody told us to. And then we looked back and we were like, why didn't we do a speech? Like, I don't, we like, that's probably my biggest regret at this point, honestly. Okay. So 54%, we did this on Instagram, our Instagram story, and 54% of our audience in the poll agreed that the couple doesn't have to talk to every single guest. So I agree with your point though. Just do a speech. That way you don't feel like you have to go to personally every single table. (laughs) Yes. The next one, you don't need flowers at a wedding. No, you don't. You don't need flowers at a wedding. I said it earlier. Like you can definitely use all candles if you love, if that's your style, if that's your taste. So it's not a rule of thumb that says you have to do uh, flowers. You can definitely do candles or whatever else that you love. Some people use feathers. Some people use pompous grass. Like there's so many other different options that you can use besides using fresh florals. That's true. I I think... I don't know. I'm very like when it comes to, I think the brides should hold something like not even bridesmaids. I don't think bridesmaids need bouquets all the time, but uh, yeah, but that's a good point. Like whether it's pampas grass or something, I don't know. You could, you could play with different, different elements before we go to the last one, 65% of our audience disagreed that you don't have to wear or you don't need flowers. Oh, at a wedding, okay. Which is yeah, interesting. That is interesting. I think just the, the whole wedding thing, just people, when you think weddings, you think flowers. So, um, but right, it's, right. like I said, it goes back to the personal style of the actual couple. 
So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The last one, which is so ironic because we did talk about this too. All white florals is overdone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I must agree. Yes. Yep. Do white florals all look great? Yes. But at the same time, I agree. They're just, it's like we've seen them a lot. Yes. They're fair. They're, it's a yeah. timeless look. I will say that it's a classic look. But at the same time, you know, like I said, we're, we're moving into more bold colors to more different things and, and different styles. So you don't have to do the all white floral mm-hmm. look. And absolutely. We're trying to open people's mind up to be able to realize that they don't have to do that. When you say like bold colors, because I picture myself trying to plan a wedding and it's like uh, clashing colors because I'm just not good at the aesthetics of that kind of stuff. What kind of like, what are some of the colors that we see or that like you think could look really good in a bold Mm. color scheme? You can go with a bunch of jewel tone colors. So you can do like reds and purples mixed with like oranges and like greenery. That's really pretty. You can do a more subtle color. You can do like ivory and like a blush pink mixed with like a good nudie brown color flower, which is actually really pretty. You can do both Mm -hmm. purples, purples and pinks go well together. You can use um, a really different shades of red, really beautiful shades of red actually go well together as well. You can use blue. Actually, you can use like a good navy blue and and mix it in with some other uh, shades of blue or you can do like a blue and a blush. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways and so many different concepts you can use. You can use more of a bold color with a soft color. There are some weddings that you can do like blacks and blushes and mix it with a little white. So you can do so many different things um, with wedding colors. Like you just have to be open. And hire a good planner and designer to point you in the right. Yes. Yes. Well, that's it for this week's Unpopular Opinions brought to you by Bride Bright. Bride Bright gives us confident wedding day smiles. And now you can make your jewelry sparkle like brand new with Bling Bright's on-the-go ring cleaner, a jewelry cleaning brush that gives your gems instant shine anytime, anywhere. Designed with quality and convenience in mind, their compact ring cleaner restores brilliance to jewelry that is dulled from everyday wear. Compact and easy to use, Bling Bright wipes the day away from your diamonds, even through the use of hand lotions, hand sanitizers, and other elements that come in contact with your jewelry every day. These little wipes work so well, you guys. I'm a true believer in them. Also, I think they're just such a great gift to give to like your other engaged friends or bridesmaids, maybe as a day of gift for the wedding. Pop them in a baggie for your friends. I just think they're great. So check out Bride Bright on Instagram at Bride Bright for teeth tips and more. And you can try Bling Bright for yourself by visiting BrideBright.com co using code betches for 40% off at checkout. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O using code betches for 40% off. Well, Tori, thank you so, so much for joining us. I seriously, we need to have you back because again, wealth of knowledge. Where can people find you and where can people watch the show? Absolutely. People can find me on my social media at Tori Williams Events, and it's Tori with an I. And then tune in and watch our show, My Celebrity Dream Wedding, 
on VH1 on Monday nights at 9 p.m. and 8 p.m. Central Time. Awesome. You guys will love it. I'm telling you, it's like we needed a show like this, honestly. Well, thank you again. And till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.